Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. Dr. Melanie, ¿cómo estás? How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> How is that Spanish of yours going? Um, Silence. <laughs> Maybe not the best. Uh, she's trying different foods, exploring chamango, and uh, we did some tacos the other day, some mm-hmm. vegetarian tacos. Mm-hmm. She's a vegan, by the way. Uh, so if yeah. you have any recipes, let us know. Yeah. She's always uh, interested. Uh, today we're talking about four types of back pain and what to expect. This has to be one of my favorite topics. Tell me about it, Dr. Melanie. Well, I really enjoyed um, writing about it just because everybody experiences low back pain. Everybody. You can be 15 years old, you can be 85 years old, but you are experiencing back pain at some point in your life, no matter what. Yes, I'd agree. Everybody. Um, we, I think the youngest, the youngest client I've ever had for musculoskeletal back pain, so not like a fracture um, nothing that is beyond our scope, like cancer or something big, mm-hmm. um, but truly musculoskeletal back pain, I think eight years old. Yeah. Um, and this is when, you know, people get into you know, the, uh, sports all year round, there are multiple teams. Uh, and the average person that I get in with back pain right now, this stage, mm-hmm. I'd say, uh, mid twenties. You know, yeah. uh, people are either in college, out of college, uh, they start to work and some work requires prolonged sitting mm-hmm. that then uh, challenges their postural muscles and everything else. But the, the challenge and, and the real topic of this podcast is, is all back pain created equal? No. No, that was fast. <laughs> okay. So back pain is not created equal. Tell me why. Well, there are different types of um, back pain, which can be caused by different things. So that's kind of where we begin here with, uh, with this topic. So one of the most common causes of back pain is a muscle strain. So this is commonly called a pulled muscle, which you probably heard before more so than a strain. Um, and it's very common, but it can differ in how bad it is. And it can come out of nowhere or it can be um, something that's gradually getting worse over time and you just might not know it. Um, Honestly, you could wake up on the wrong side of the bed one morning and have Mm -hmm. a pulled muscle or you could be deadlifting and try to hit your PR and pull a muscle. So there's definitely a variation of muscle strains. So with these, um, what's the approximate like timeline? How long do these take to, to heal? Well, luckily, muscle strains are probably one of the easiest things to tackle and heal. Uh, typically, with soft tissue, it takes about six weeks um, to get to get function back. Uh, we we start to increase um, your training during that, but to fully get that muscle uh, to completely heal, it's a, it's about six weeks. Yeah. So, so this is different than, than the other ones that we're going to talk about, but muscle strains are fairly simple Mm -hmm. to overcome. Yeah. 
Um, with these, you know, you said uh, it requires a little bit of a rest, maybe just to let the inflammation come down. Yeah, in the beginning stages. In the beginning stages. Um, but that doesn't mean absolute rest, right? There's always a little bit of, you know, it's nice to just get some blood flow in, in any yes. any healthy tissue. So we just say rest from maybe your like normal heavy lifting or huge exercising that really increase the pain. Yes, not bed rest. And that is commonly Ooh. what you will find if you Ugh. Google, what should I do for low back pain? People say bed rest. No, false. Ooh, fire right there. <laughs> uh, so I think you should be allergic to bed rest. Yeah. I, think, I think people should just, in general, be allergic to it. Yeah. it just get away from it. <laughs> just uh, just, just get it. away. All right, so that's muscle strain. Uh, what else do you have? Uh, number two um, out of four will be hypermobile backs. Mm. Um, so some, some people um, just don't have the stabilization um, mm -hmm. of the spine and mm -hmm. the strength of the core mm -hmm. to keep their back secure. Mm -hmm. So we get we get into a, a routine where our, our spine is going beyond mm -hmm. the normal range of mm -hmm. motion. And that can cause problems. Not all people with hypermobility experience symptoms. Mm -hmm. But some do, and that can lead to some back pain. Is there a certain age group, or is it like sport specific? Um, what, what kind of what have you seen um, with hypermobile backs? Personally, I've seen a lot of uh, gymnasts. Ah, there we go. Um, yeah, so gymnasts, oh. dancers yep. um, that really focus more on their flexibility yep. and don't really strength train around that. Mm -hmm. And a lot in the younger, um, like younger population, I'm getting into yep. like 10, 12. 14 yeah. year olds so these people who have a lot of a lot of range of motion a lot of flexibility that's mm -hmm. why it's called hypermobile um so in in these individuals i've also heard certain terms like i feel it literally like it doesn't feel stable yeah and it's gonna give away it's or... gonna give mm -hmm. yeah that's exactly it so with these um what, what how do you treat these i mean how do you what, what do people need to do if they feel that they have this and i wouldn't self-diagnose we're just giving general information out there but some of these might uh, some of these words and, and descriptions might resonate with what you have. Mm -hmm. And we're just giving general guidelines. Everyone is so different. I mean, I literally would tell you that even within these categories, there's so many, you know, uh, smaller uh, categories within them. And everyone's so personal. So just take them as a guideline. Yeah. So how do you manage these people? So for hypermobility, um, you really want to strengthen your core, mm. make those abs pop, yep. um, and you want to really support uh, or get some strength in the supporting muscles of the spine yep. um, in the back too. So it, it really locks down the spine and, and gives you more stability overall. Yep, 100%. Okay, so I agree. So we have muscle strain. Uh, that's uh, you know, six weeks. Keep moving. Um, early rest, allow a little healing, uh, but constant movement, never bed rest. In hypermobility, we want to strengthen. Um, and this that hypermobility is pretty finicky. Mm -hmm. You definitely want to see a professional um, for these because it's not just like you can't just do planks. Uh, you have to understand where the instability is, what muscles attach to that so you can stabilize that. It's, it takes a well-rounded knowledge. So if you if it's your first time and you feel like you're having that hypermobility you know, try and, you know, Google, do all your stuff or see somebody like a physical therapist at Sports Formance, Dr. Melanie, yeah. uh, but also, you know, really try and get the help that you need uh, versus if they're telling you, you know, rest, medication is your answer, uh, that's not a solution. Mm -hmm. um, that is a temporary fix and, and you need to understand that. So uh, long term, think long term. Okay, what else? 
Uh, number three are degenerative changes. So this is a very common one and it doesn't necessarily always correlate with age. So hmm. someone at the age of 80 could potentially have less degeneration than someone at the age of 40, just depending on their lifestyle and what has occurred. Genetics, there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, but I can guarantee you at some point in your life, every single one of you are going to have degenerative changes in your back. It just will Ouch. depend on the severity of it. Ouch. Yep. And how you manage it before it happens and after it happens. That's beautiful. That's that's powerful. So we're all going to have it. Mm -hmm. Here's the interesting part. And if you've ever been my client and you've ever seen me for back pain, you will hear me say the same thing over and over again because it does not change. <laughs> So you're saying a neurogenic, right? So you're saying as uh, numbness and tingling. And this is the cause of the numbness and tingling is a little, or sorry, degenerative. Mm -hmm. So the degenerative changes are, uh, it, it's just normal, normal wear and tear, yeah. right? Normal wear and tear. So, normal wear and tear. So on this, uh, I think they've shown as early as 25 to see these degenerative changes. And if you're my client, you're going to hear that story. Mm -hmm. And even if they don't, they see it at 35 or 40, those don't start happening until our cellular processes, what's going on in our spine, they start to slow down. And that usually coincides with all the other slowing down, mm -hmm. metabolism, uh, you start bruising easier, uh, you get winded faster. Sure. I mean, all those things. So what you can do is you tell your body is starting to deteriorate mm -hmm. you have to think about that right our body is producing and deteriorating and so when deteriorating starts taking over that's when we start to slow down and so these generative changes there have been studies that show people have degeneration at early stages and they don't have symptoms right mm, powerful you take one thing away you got to make sure that you don't let knowledge of that you have a degenerative spine control you do not, because it doesn't change anything. It does change the way you approach life. Maybe you're not doing skydiving anymore. Mm -hmm. And you're not, I mean, that's a reality for some people, right? They might yeah. not just like do the high impact activities. But what it doesn't change is the way that you should treat yourself. Uh, you should not stop exercising. You shouldn't stop running. You shouldn't stop cycling. You shouldn't stop moving. And if you can't skydive anymore and that's the one thing that you love, you got to figure out something else. Mm -hmm. Sorry. We're telling you now, it's better to know than to just keep trying and failing and then just quit. Yeah. Right? Just having those frank discussions. Mm -hmm. So degeneration. What else? Uh, so last but not least will be neurogenic pain. Um, and this type of pain is typically described as tingly or numbness or kind of like, uh, like ants are kind of crawling mm. down me. And typically, um, not all the times, but typically uh, neurogenic pain um starts in the low back or stems from somewhere mm -hmm. in the in the back and can travel down your leg so that's a big hint where it's neurogenic if it's if you feel it not only in your back but then your hip and then For down sure. your leg and into your toes yep no agreed it, and and you've all felt this but in a different fashion when mm -hmm. you've slept on your arm maybe yeah and your whole arm goes numb, goes numb. Mm -hmm. imagine a line not a whole arm but a line of ants down the arm and you can just feel it going down or down the leg. Mm -hmm. uh, this is very, very common. 
Uh, we get this, honestly, I've seen 16-year-olds with this. And uh, what, in your opinion, causes some of this, Dr. Miller? Um, typically, it can be a variety of things. So it can be from degenerative changes. It mm -hmm. can be um, from... Uh, hypermobility if if we have a we have so many nerves that come out of our spine mm -hmm. our back and if those nerves get pinched yep that's when we start to feel those those neurogenic pain symptoms of tingling yep. and numbness yep i agree um so the solution becomes what how do you how do you fix these so a lot of times you want to address how far that pain is going. Mm -hmm. So if it's going from in all the way down into your toes, mm -hmm. you want the first step to be to centralize it. So getting it to move up out of the toes, up out of the leg and back 100%. into the back. Yep. So you might not be completely rid of it at some point in the recovery process, yep. but if it's centralizing back into the back and at least not as, as far away from the back as it was before, that's progress yeah yeah uh, agreed and um it's scary mm -hmm. it is um i've felt uh three or maybe four out of the four that you just described i've had a muscle strain mm -hmm. i felt unstable but it was like a one time i was sitting in a weird position and i felt it lock and i was like i felt like it was gonna give and go um degenerative uh, back just feels tighter now in the mornings yeah. right because <laughs> back squats don't feel so good right um and the neurogenic um i've felt that you know and um it's a scary feeling and when you have it for a while you start to question your own sanity because you're like is it still there is it not mm -hmm. uh i i think it's there i can feel it to my foot now it's behind my calf and you try different things you get different people and they, they're like I mean, it should be gone by now. And you're like, maybe I don't have it, but I kind of feel it. It's just this vague feeling in the background. Mm -hmm. So um, don't let it control you. You need to get help. Uh, and, and there's very particular ways to manage these. Um, now, there's a whole series of management. At the very tail end, the ones you want to avoid from worst to easiest, okay? You're going to have surgery. We want to avoid that at all costs. Mm -hmm. uh, then you might try some different uh, procedures to burn the nerves, to uh, an injection, mm -hmm. to medication, to exercise, to rest. And there's this whole spectrum. And we want to go as the opposite way. So let's go avoid rest, keep moving, uh, get treatment right away, uh, try and avoid meds as much as possible, try and avoid injections, surgical procedures, and ultimately a big surgical um, actual uh, technique uh, that is done to trim a little portion of what's going on in there. And so if you want to avoid that spectrum, you got to target it from the very beginning in that you got to learn how to manage these things. And uh, there are lots of types of back pain. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are just four these of the main. Four, yeah. These are just the main four categories. And I would say this is probably the majority of what we see here as yeah. sports performance. Would you agree? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, and so these four main categories, where are you? And we're going to treat you differently. So when people say, I'm here for back pain. Now you know what we're trying to do and trying to figure out how do we classify you. And here's the deal. Even if you have these things, sometimes it doesn't matter. We're going to treat you very differently mm -hmm. based on what you're presenting with now. So you might say, I had a, a neurogenic pain two years ago, uh, but now today I, had a, I fell and hurt my back. And we're going to say, you know what, it's muscle strain. So even if you have a history of one, doesn't mean it's going to be always the same thing. It might vary. 
across the whole continuum. So when you seek help, uh, understand it's not going to always be the same treatment, uh, the same technique. Uh, there are different types of back pain. So when you say you have back pain, what is it and how are you going to manage it differently? Yep. No bed rest. No bed rest. You better be allergic to it. It's Motion not, lotion. not happening in here. <laughs> see you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.